Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam Double O and decided it was time to da 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 duel My name is Jeremy. I'll be finishing the series on a ween and a motorcycle. I'm Tyler. <laughs> uh, I don't actually have anything for this episode, so back to normal. My name is Zach. This week we are watching episode 15 of Gundam Build Fighters, Fighters Radiance. That is a title that it does have. There are fighters in it. I can't One of them does that. glow. Two of them glow, arguably. Yeah. No, they, they glow. Well, the star build strike does. Can we read in this episode, Glow Fight? <laughs> <laughs> episode 15, Glow Fight. Alternatively, Rave Fighters, I think would be pretty good. Uh, that sounds too much like a series. Not enough like an episode. I was going to say, isn't Rave Masters an actual series? It yes. is. It's done by the same guy who does Fairy Tale or did Fairy Tale in Eden Zero. Is there any Rave in Rave Fighters? Rave Master? No. I, I already yeah. forgot the name of the damn show because uh, no, it's like imagine a generic fantasy manga. Okay, you so, got it. So fairy tale? No, more generic than that somehow. Okay, like less. The characters are less generic. Like the setting is less generic, but the characters are as generic. Okay. And ever since finding out that guy was Odai's assistant, I can't unsee all of his characters just being One Piece designs <laughs> <laughs> that he just ripped right there. So yeah. If this is your first episode of Gundam Build Fighters, you've chosen an interesting one. <laughs> I can't say it's a bad one. Our main characters are Blueoni Boy, Say, and Radoni Boy, Reiji. And Pepperoni Girl, Isla. <laughs> <laughs> because she's into sack foods. <laughs> but I don't think she likes spicy food. She likes sweet foods. Meat buns aren't, aren't sweet? <laughs> They're also not I spicy? Think, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever actually had a meat bun. So I Even either. I imagine they're very similar to dumplings, though. Which are savory? Yeah. They're not sweet. They're definitely not spicy, though. They're definitely not spicy. That's fair. Uh, I just feel like... spice. No, okay, pepperoni. Oh. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> I, I've outpunned you on your damn own it. pun. <laughs> Swidoni girl. <laughs> nope, that's nothing. White waif Isla Yerkeinen. <laughs> hey, you got her name. Next, you'll get Gundam Double O, right? Gundam Double O? Gundam. <laughs> I love Gagundam. Yeah, the problem is that's actually a good name, Jeremy. You've it's backfired. Gagundam style. Yep. Hope, uh, hope, Gagundam style. Say and Reiji are in a tournament like you do if you're in an anime. Specifically, it's a tournament where you build a Gundam model and then you fight that Gundam model against other Gundam models. Lately, it's been a lot of not fighting, a lot of races and baseball. <laughs> The way you presented that, Jeremy, is because you said you, you build a Gundam model and you fight that Gundam model. My <laughs> the, my brain immediately went to Saiyan Ragey squaring up with the Starbuild strike. Ragey wins. Mean, they have a height advantage. So You didn't say which scale they were built at. True. Um, they're the life-size scale ones, obviously. Oh, God. We saw that episode in Build Divers. No, why have I done this? Say is the builder boy. He's shy and quiet and afraid of his machines getting wrecked. Reiji is belligerent and aggressive, and thus the fighter boy, thus Blueoni and Radoni. They are trying to get to the finals, but they just lost the last race, and therefore they are in 17th place and need to be in 16th. So their next match is a must-win, whatever it is. So, somehow. We did some math, and that doesn't really math, but somehow. Or their coach is Rambaral, you know, from Gundam. <laughs> also, They're uh, one of their best ally friends in this tournament is a guy by the name of Ricardo Fellini, the Italian champ. Yeah, he trained Reiji in the art of fighting a Gumpla with your bare hands. <laughs> There's also China, who is Say's girlfriend slash not girlfriend. And Isla Yurkiainen, the Finnish champ. 
working for a fracking magnate to do Gumpla battle, which he hates. <laughs> she has a crush on Reiji. Um, also, Chairman Ma- Mashida. Yes. Is that his name? Who hates Reiji. He Reiji Rage- Rage- for some reason. Yeah, Chairman Mashida. He's scared of Reishi specifically, that he will he's going to ruin everything for him. He thinks he might be the crown prince of somewhere. Yes. Which is what Reiji gave us his backstory in an earlier episode. Yep. Also, there's Beijing Kawaguchi. He is suspiciously similar to, say, and Reiji's rival, class president Yuki, <laughs> but legally distinct from. <laughs> he is in the tournament under the sponsorship of the tournament organizer, and so he has a whole works team building him a cool camp for Anyone else that's important? Mao's there. Mao's uh, Nils, there. Uh, just Nils Nielsen, the half ninja, half genius. Oh, yeah. He shows up in this American. episode as a half you know, ninja. I do believe that, what's it called? The Majin's team isn't building him a cool camper. They are building him an amazing camper. Yep. Uh, that's it's not the camper cool. It's the camper amazing. The uh, camper touche. pretty good. Uh, last week, they lost the race because the Gumpla Mafia interfered, and apparently that's within the rules. <laughs> because no one yeah. calls them on it. Nobody nobody brings it up. No one mentions it. No nothing. None. It's like, okay, well, then why did it exist? Why couldn't they have just lost clean? Because they have a, a rule in their contract where they're not allowed to lose clean. They got to get over Zach. They're like The Rock. You know The Rock has a clause in his contract that he cannot lose a fight in a movie. No, no, I did, I did not, not know, know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So anyway, because The Rock, he was playing the mafioso was played by The Rock. That's why Rambaral had to use wrestling on him. The Rock's <laughs> famous one weakness. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah, I don't think anyone else is in this episode that we care about. You should probably watch this episode. Episode 14, Fighters Radiance, or Glow Fighters. Uh, Kirara is in here, the gunpla oh, yeah, idol. Oh, yeah. Kirala. She's a Gumpla idol. Fellini's flirting with her. Poorly, it turns out. Say and Reiji defeated her earlier in the tournament and knocked her out. But that didn't stop her idol dreams because she got hired to be an idol. Because she knows vaguely about Gundams. I would say maybe maybe more than vaguely. She knows more about Gundam than I do. Depends on how effective you think the cramming was. That's fair. She does know a lot of very specific nerd shit about 08th MS team. Which, look, this episode is going to come in very <laughs> handy. Uh, we begin with... Rambaral explaining to Saiyan Reishi what happened to them last week, being defeated by a member of the Gumpla Mafia, a guy called C. And Saiyan is like, <laughs> you I'm gotta pretty be sure kidding. that's a different anime we're talking about. I'm pretty sure Gumpla Mafia I love is his real. super awkward <laughs> smile. And Reishi's immediate response to this is, who are they and where can I go to roll for initiative? Yeah, where's their door so I can kick it in with a strength check and then beat all of them up? <laughs> They're underworld Gunpla types. I just... <laughs> Whoever hired this guy must be after you, too. And uh, so this makes Say realize that, oh, shit, that Megazaku was targeting us, too. So somebody doesn't seem to like us very much. But Say's like, but why? I'm a good boy. And Rambaral's like, I heard that Zaku was sent in by the tournament organizer to spice up the battle. And Reiji's like, sounds like a door I need to kick down. I just heard you say roll for initiative. No, I said roll for initiative. Cut to the chairman's house where Reiji has defeated all of the guards because they aren't even as strong as 1d3 thugs. And kicked in the door. (laughs) I love Reiji's response to this. I asked them to let me in very gently and politely as we're seeing all the guards just like knocked out. So Reiji grabs him by the tie, not the arm, and demands to know if he's the one rigging all the matches. And Mashu's like, oh no, he has the gem, the genie gem. That means the boy is the crown prince of Arian. Just like he said in his backstory. But Reiji doesn't seem to recognize the chairman, so... Opening it, sequence. It's like it's the only thing Reiji can remember about his backstory. <laughs> I don't know, I'm the crown prince. <laughs> Maybe there was a guy, I don't know. Probably a king, since I'm the prince. 
That seems statistically likely. So my theory now is that Plavsky particles are actually magic from another dimension. I mean, that seems to track with what the guy starts to say later in this episode, so... So, Mashida begs for his life. He's like, no, Mr. Reiji, it's a, it's a misunderstanding. I'm sure, the I'm the guy in charge, but I don't do anything. Yeah, look at, look at what a fop I am with this wine. You think I do any work? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Reiji still has him by the tie and is like, hey... It's still your responsibility. He's like, yes, of course. I'll look into it at once. And I kept expelling him to like bow and be yanked up by the tie with or his tr- apology. Yeah, try to bow. Yeah. So he, he tries to apologize to Reiji. And uh, Reiji's just like, all right. Yeah, like how he doesn't let go of the tie after that. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? I actually don't care. I, you can't beat me. I'll take you all on. But I don't want you messing with anyone else, okay? No cute cosplay girls or Majin's Kawagichi or Ricardo's Fellini. They're all cool dudes. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, you can mess with me, but messing with anybody else, I'm going to fuck you up. Anyway, you should hire some better bodyguards here, suck. (laughs) (laughs) No, he just asked them very nicely. Cut back to Say, fixing up the Starbuilt strike, monologuing to himself about how they have to win to get into the best 16. Does he just have, like, a bunch of uh, Freedom Gundam kits? Yeah, and Strike Gundams. I assume he must have just brought a bunch of runners. Get the Mashida on his assistant's lap, telling her how scared he is. And it's like, oh, that boy, he could ruin everything. He doesn't seem to remember his backstory right now, but if he remembered... I would be in trouble. He might know my secret. The secret of the Plavsky Parta. And she's like, one second, my ninja sense is tingling. <laughs> Runs to the window. Just dumps him on the floor. <laughs> Goes full secret agent. And it's like, hmm, must have been my imagination. I sensed someone. And we see Mills Nielsen in full Splinter Cell ninja gear with a carabiner hanging out it's not, off the it's window. It's not full Splinter Cell because he doesn't have the goggles. That's true. He's just opted for a ninja And mask. he is also carrying a sword. He's like, oh, yes. He knows the best way to get to, to accomplish <laughs> it is to get fully into character. You just saw Reiji beat his way in here. And he, Reiji wasn't even armed, so. Yeah, but Niels Nielsen doesn't necessarily have the same combat skills or combat stats that Reiji does. We do know he's a black belt. Yeah, but we don't know what and what, what that is in, rel- in relation to Reiji's actual stat. It's He's a bl- see. Thing is, Reiji has really high strength, uh, Dex and Con. Niels had to to kind of balance things a little bit more because he has a really high intelligence. That's fair. Well, uh, we all know that Reiji's dump stat is wisdom. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Niels is like, but why is he being so confidential about it? Why would it ruin him if it got out? I must know because it's magic. Anyway, cut to the Majin doing fucking chess presses. (laughs) Look, we know there's a gem here. We've seen Long in it. And Alan comes up and is like, hey, so they announced the final match. It's 1v1s. The the kind of things you would have expected this whole thing to be. Anyway, you're fighting Khalifa. And Majin's like, never heard of him. That doesn't sound like a character. And Alan's like, he's not. But there is one cool fight in this setup. It's uh, Fellini versus Reiji and Say. Well, before that, we get the Majin grinning. And then we have this amazing billboard of names. We got Ramon Khan, who I guess is Haman's brother. My personal favorite, <laughs> Alejandro, Alejandro Cola. Cola. <laughs> From Cuba. <laughs> and then a bunch that are just some good names put together. But Alejandro Cola is it's pretty top good. notch. They have a representative from Jamaica. <laughs> got, gotta be from everywhere. Rosemary Graham. Yeah. This revelation is uh, really fired up. Reiji, getting the chance to go one-on-one with Fellini. But Mao's like, yeah, but if you guys lose... And Reiji's like, I don't lose. <laughs> right, and Say? Say is less confident. 
So he's like, yeah, I guess. Anyway, Reggie's like, yeah, that's a spirit. Yeah, I guess. And Fellini has shown up to stand menacingly in the window at them. And he he grins when Reggie calls out to him. Anyway, we see day one of the battles, which conveniently doesn't have our main characters in it. But it does have a bunch of the other ones. Long it has a of- fucking... Uh, I, I had the name uh, of that thing, Alvatore, uh, soup terrine that long kills. Yeah, it gets Delala'd pretty hard. <laughs> um, then some guy tries a big fucking laser at Nils. Nils is that Samurai a Psycho Gundam painted differently? Yes, that is a Psycho Gundam, and I'm sure its paint scheme is a reference to some super robot show, but I don't know which one. But it gets cut in half. It gets cut in four pieces. It gets X'd. It, it gets quartered. But not drawn. We get... S- Something fired a big orbital laser, and Mao's like, but my orbital laser can fire from the ground. A differently painted, I believe, is that a Providence or a legend? It's a Providence that Majin Kawaguchi Kiriyamato's at. There are some shots in here that I believe are deliberate homages to Kira blowing up funnels. It looks really cool. Everything the camphor does is rad. Yes. (laughs) It's like it was designed just to look rad. So Reiji is here with a bucket of popcorn with, say, not with, say, with China and Rambaral. And he's like, old man, Luan did it. Old man Lawn, who's like a year older than me. <laughs> and Chino's like, where's Iori? And Reiji's like, oh, he's prepping up the star-built strike to fight a he's, Fellini. He's concentrating so hard, I'm afraid to talk to him. Which, that tracks to me. Cut to a bar, where Incognito Kilala is reading articles about herself. And on Pickup Idol. And smiling. So at least we know she's old enough to drink. Yeah, I was going to comment on that. She's and, old enough to drink. So Ricardo Fellini shows up to flirt at her. And he's like, hi, senorita. Have we met before? And she's like, oh, hey, Fellini. And he's like, who the hell are you? And she holds her hair up on the pigtails. (laughs) And Fellini's like, Kalala, who I've been flirting with, obviously. And so, yeah, she she gives him, like, the deadpan, like, how could you not, you couldn't tell who I was? And she asks a very interesting question of him here after she congratulates him on passing into the bracket stage. Of, you're going to let them win, right? I, I like his little uh, cheers where he goes, tink. Grazie. <laughs> She's like, you're in the finals even if you lose tomorrow. So you can definitely lose to your best friend, Saiyan Reiji, and let you them can, in too. You can throw the battle for your friend. Without hesitating. And he's like, what? I can do what now? And she's like, yeah, you're friends with them. I'm friends with them. They're cool bros. After the first day, 14 people are in. So I guess there's a, there's a lot of people who are just going head-to-head, but don't actually have a chance to get in? Well, presumably everyone who we saw win the race last week. But you're right. There would be a lot of matches that just do not matter here. Then you'd think they would send those people home, but... And he looked really conflicted at this. Like, Well, at first he's like, wait, I could do that, huh? That didn't even occur to me. I mean, obviously I'm going to do that. (laughs) And she actually ribs him, which I find hilarious. See, I feel like one of the reasons why... like, obviously, Fellini's a competitor. He's not, he doesn't want to just throw it away. But there's one part of his, like, mental gymnastics that I feel was missing in the fact that he knows Reiji, and Reiji would not ever actually forgive him if he just threw the bat. Oh, yeah. Anyway, we Cut see to Fel- Fellini's lair. Yeah, as you say, <laughs> Fellini has a room just as nice as, say, in Reiji's. Why did they get this man a two-bed hotel room for himself? I mean, was he like, I'm going to need at least two beds for all the ladies I'm bringing up here? You know, I've stayed at a lot of hotels where all they have is a king or two twins. Mm, that's and, fair. And you don't really have a choice. So. That's fair. I've only ever been in one hotel that was just like a one-person room. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so he's kind of weighing up like, what am I going to do? 
Like, I know what their machine can do. I don't have to worry about getting in, so I could kind of throw the match so that I don't have my gunplay get damaged. He's like, also, Say's a really cool builder, and it's only because Reiji fought really good that Say could do the build good. Sure is lucky that he went to high school with a guy who's not Majin Kawaguchi. <laughs> Going head-to-head with them would be costly. Yeah, so I actually kind of like how his he's thinking about it as a... Not as a favor, but as like a tactical I, decision. Yeah, a tactical choice of like I'm already in. I like those guys, so and, it's not like I'd be upset that they made it through. And then he goes back in, which is, but that's not who I am. I'm a competitor. I don't just throw matches. And me, Ricardo Fellini, need to finish this finice e. Right, lack of an eye catch. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of Gundam Build Fighters. We're about to get one of my favorite stupid shonen anime tropes where two evenly matched opponents exhaust all their tools and resort to a bare-knuckle boxing match. It's rad. Guys, this episode is so good. Also, I love Ricardo's stupid cape tricks. Oh man, it's gonna get so good. Anyway, uh, hey everyone, and thank you for listening. If today is Monday, as you're listening to this, yesterday was game night, and I think we played some Jackbox games. Which is, if you're unfamiliar, a group, like a bunch of like wacky party games of varying styles. I'm a big fan of Quiplash, also Dictionarium, also everyone's favorite trivia murder party. Um, it's fun times. A big group is always better for games like this. But as always, if you're listening to this, you're welcome to join our next one. It is always the last Sunday of the month, except for this month where I couldn't do it on the last Sunday, so we pushed it out by a week. Anyway, this is also a time for a plug for the Patreon. Uh, we just recorded March's bonus episode last week, which I am very excited about. It was vaguely, tangentially related to Gundam 00. That is only kind of inaccurate. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know what that was when we post it. I had a lot of fun recording it. It was a blast. Anyway, um, I've got spring fever, so I'm going to wrap this up so I can do the most Colorado thing possible, which is go on a hike and then get a beer. Okay, thanks everyone for listening, and let's get back to this absolute slobber knocker of a fight. Ladies and gentlemen, from Mandalay Bay, Las Vegas, uh, let's get Anyway, left uh, lack of an eye catch. We get Agira Doga <laughs> trying to funnel at Isla Yurkiainen. This one gets further than any of the others, at least. Because when all of his funnels are destroyed, he sees a bunch of things coming through the smoke. He's like, ah, oh, they must be transparent. I'll shoot everywhere. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it just starts, tries the idea of shoot everywhere, but it doesn't work. Isla get four point. <laughs> and she's walking away, but she pauses when Sei and Reiji pass her walking up to the battle. Uh, Reiji looks like he's enjoying himself. Say just looks determined. Anyway, Brawl shows up, and Chena's like, where were you? And he's like, on patrol for Gundam Mafiosos. And she's like, huh? And he's like, don't worry about it. They're not in this episode. <laughs> I was kind of expecting them to get to the top here and, and uh, Fellini to be on their side and shake hands. But no, he's too competitive in this moment. And they put on their serious game faces as well. And everyone's excited because they know this is the only cool match in the entire bracket. <laughs> This is the only one that matters that remains. And well, Kilala for a change a is actually on the com- on the commentator's desk. Yeah. Well, she's been there, but she has like a mic. And Nine is like, hey, is something lo- wrong, Isla? 
you haven't gone back to your room to mope yet. And she's like, I want to watch this battle. And he's like, that's weird. I mean, totally reasonable, but weird. That's mm-hmm. not your deal. But that's how we know it's serious. Even Isla wants to watch this match. Has nothing to do with her boyfriend. <laughs> nothing at all. They're not dating, so how could it? And they are facing off against each other in Field 9 Canyon. Take that again, Zach. Come on. He half did it. He started to I do know. it. I know. What? You, you went into the Field 9 Canyon, <laughs> but you only went half in. I wasn't trying to go in. <laughs> It's a Gundominion slip. Anyway, they launch at each other. Obviously, Ricardo knows their main shield, and he probably realizes firing his big fuck-off cannon is going to charge it immediately. And Rachel's like, but that's not all. He also wants to ram into us first. He wants to greet us first, so they go ahead and they headbutt. And say, like, are you sure this is a good bonk? <laughs> and everyone's like, why did they do that? It's particularly the smart people. I feel like Majin Kawaguchi's probably like, ah, oh, excellent. There's spirit. <laughs> So Rage is like, all right, I accept your challenge, Fellini. Time to kung fu fight. Let's dance. Uh, this fight is rad as hell, if you need, if you had any doubt. The whole thing. Uh, there's lots of dodging beam fire, and Fellini kicks them to be like, hey, remember, I'm a good pilot. And he fires at them originally. Reiji pulls out the shield, but Fellini doesn't fire again. Instead, putting it into the wall and chopping the shield in half. Yeah, he gets in with his beam saber, which we see up close for the first time, is a Gundam Rose beam saber modeled after like a fencing saber rather than the wings. I really like how we're seeing, like, we haven't actually seen Fellini really do anything, and he's absolutely taking Reiji to the cleaners at the start of this. And Killah's like, how come he's not just winning them win? Like we discussed over drinks. It's because Fellini has too much shonen energy. I feel like he also does realize that Reiji wouldn't want Neither of these people would actually want him to just let them win. Anyway, there's a bunch of rad exchanges of beam fire. The star build strike gets in close and almost manages to land a blow. But Fellini grapples with a not good enough and pulls them away and throws them into canyon wall. He gets ready to bust or rifle them. He's like, I taught you to make use of the terrain and uh, Reiji ducks away. But as he's retreating, Fellini manages to get one of the star build strikes rail lasers with its Vulcan guns. And damage one of the boosters. So everybody's like, the build strike is losing because while Say's gunpla has more performance and is better, Fellini is just more experienced of a player. But Rumbaral's like, think again. Say has watched OHMS teams enough times to make up for that. Say's knowledge <laughs> of Gundam stories. Anyway, they do the bit from OHMS team in the canyon. It rules <laughs> with the star build strike, putting the booster in the canyon elsewhere attached to a wire so that they can draw Fellini's attention and flank him. Yeah, so Fellini blocks with his cool cape shield, but then they catch his wing's wing from behind, and then they fire with the booster again and destroy the buster rifle. I really love that sequence. It's quite good. Oh, yeah, it rules every time it's done. But also, Fellini manages to get the rif- their rifle with his Vulcans. Also, did you know, notice that he has four Vulcans? Yes, because yeah. he's got the wing chest yep. ones. He's got the wing, wing zero ones. chest ones and then the standard wing head ones. Fellini gets in, tackles them, and also takes off an arm with the beam saber. But Reiji does the raddest thing you can do with the Freedom's beam sabers, which is draw it while still on the hip. And Fellini has to disengage or else he's going to lose it because he loses a big hole in the middle of his Gundam. And at this point, they're both pretty beat up. Arguably, the star build strike is in worse shape. Yeah, arguably the strike is doing a little they, bit They worse. haven't lost an arm yet. It's, it's damaged, but it's still there. Yeah, and everyone's like, specifically the girls are like, oh man, their Gumplar is so beat up. 
and Fellini's like, Fenice, this is a perfect time to me to flash back to building you Grave Gundam style. It's got a very similar, uh, like, backstory to it as the uh, Stray No Name. I do love his line about, I didn't build you to be put on display on a shelf safe somewhere. I built you to win. And we get a montage of him losing various battles. Well, we get him, like, winning battles. Because we get a couple of them in winning, and then we get a couple of them losing as things and things getting changed and upgraded. What I want to know is what happened to Fellini's freckles. Uh, he grew up. He got hot. <laughs> His charisma got too high for freckles. So anyway, he stands up the Fenice. In the post from, from Gundam Wing's second opening, and he mocks the Hero Yui thing, and it looks much cooler than it does <laughs> in Gundam Wing. And then he says the G Gundam thing. And Kilala has a determined look. And she's like, ah, oh, th- that's a pretty cool guy. And uh, Say tells Reiji to use the RG system in full mode. Which they haven't done yet. And Reiji's like, hey, you know we haven't done that yet, and the build strike's pretty fucked up. Are you worried it's going to blow up? But Say's like, hey, Fellini's going to win this battle even if he loses the Fenice, so I have to think the same way with the star build strike. Yeah, we have to be willing to lose this one, the, the mobile suit, to win this. It is the radial, sorry, it's like radial general particles. Anyway, it glowies. And everyone's like, it's got plastic particles inside and out. It's for maximum control, so Reggie can do cool dance moves. I feel like this is something that, this, this is the thing that was actually kind of hinted at when they stumbled out drunk from the <laughs> yes thing. There's a dual scene where Chino's like, oh, it says Gumpla, but Isla's like, it's Reggie's Gumpla. Yeah. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I do love how all the dumb bits of the strike that I don't like are the bits that glow on it. All the like <laughs> sort of internal bits. I think that's a really cool touch. All the like hard points that the star build strike doesn't use. And then they go in for cool close combat and are fast because they're part freedom Gundam. But can't get through uh, Fellini's cape. Yeah, I was going to say this This sequence in particular is rad. Yeah, oh, all yeah. The, it all is, the spins. Uh, this yep. is super cool. Say goes for that one Star Wars style where you turn off your beam saber mid-fight. Fellini. Yes, I'm sorry. Fellini does. And then wraps himself in the cape, but it's not strong enough. And Say and Reishi get through and take off his beam saber and arm at the cost of their own beam sabering arm. Because the strain is too much. I love the like wrap- wrapping him, his wrapped arm up. in the shield. Yeah, in the cape. And they just start bare knuckle brawling because it's all they well, got na- left. And now it's a slobber knocker. And everybody is just like, oh my god, this thing is painful. Except for Nils, who's like, hey, wait a minute. Fellini, like, didn't have to wreck his gumplet to get into the finals. He's already there. But Majin Kawaguchi is like, where's your shonen spirit, shonen? (laughs) (laughs) He he says, you don't seem to be a big fan of gunpla, Mr. Genius. Watch closely. This is how these guys actually are going to do this. So then they punch each other's heads off. Reiji punches off Fellini's first, but Fellini does get the counter punch. They rock him, sock him. And he's still got the uh, the cape like wrapped around his one remaining arm. And then they punch each other so good that their arms blow up. And then it's just the armless, headless chassis of the Gundams. Leaning and up it, against each other. It's like holding each rad. other up. It's amazing. Yeah, it's another thing that I think this series really gets away with. Like, this has stakes because they have to fix their Gumpla, but also it gets to break them way more often than a real Gundam series would because it's much lower stakes than having to repair a Gundam. Yep. Well, and this kind of situation would lead to a lot of people wondering, like, why are they, why, like, why are the pilots not dead? <laughs> that scene at the end seems like it should come, like, seems like a montage that, or uh, not a montage, a tableau 
That should come out of the ending of a much more serious Gundam series. Exactly. Uh, I, I just love how they're leaning up against each other, and it's a draw. Yep. Battle ended. Draw. And they're both exhausted, and by that I mean Fellini and Reggie. Say is fine. <laughs> Say was there, too. And everybody is, would be asking, like, it's a draw. So what does that mean? Until one guy starts clapping. It's like, wow, this like, is the most impressive fight we've seen yet. Everyone's like, that was hype. So Reggie and Fellini both sigh in relief. Gina and Kilala have tears in their eyes. Nils is like, man, I don't get this. <laughs> <laughs> Mal looks really, like relieved before he's like, wait, hang on. What does this mean? <laughs> Major Kawaguchi is just hype, though. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go watch that on replay. <laughs> Did you see that part where they punch each other's head off? <laughs> uh, Say apologizes to his broken gumpla and thanks it. And that's the end of the episode. But wait, there's more particularly accounting so we can find out that as they got a draw they each get two points so say and reggie make it in yeah they're they in as this number 16 slot because they got two points for the draw again this math does not add up but it's fine i mean they would have two more points than anyone who lost in this right so presumably one of the people who were in front okay, of them because fair. of arbitrary reasons lost their game so that now say and reggie are in because they have two more points like jeremy said I love this scene of Fellini hanging out with Reiji and Say, repairing too. the Fenice. Like you said, this, one of the cool things about this series is it makes modeling look fun. And this is definitely one of those points. I'm not sure like Fellini came to their hotel room to do it. I guess maybe he was so cocky he didn't bring tools. But I also love this scene where he's like, hey, Say, can I borrow the 0.5 millimeter pin vise? I feel like he did bring tools, but he came by because they are his friends. Like the, he, he is friends with these people. And also, it might have been a situation where he was missing, like, one or two tools that he abs- that he actually really needed but wasn't expecting to need. Yeah. And so he brought everything to because, us. <laughs> because that's what he does. And this is, like, the most blatant, like, advertisement this series has actually given us, like, directly. And I actually really like it. Oh, it's also kind of foreshadowing spoilers. Rage is like, hey, guys, is building Guppa really that fun? And they're both, like, spoilers. Sh- sparkling and like yeah dude it's the best we're friends because of it i just really like unlike uh a similar the similar scene that we got in build divers where they're like i just love when they when you open up the box and you see it all on the runners or whatever like they're actually that, that sounds like marketing copy yeah, yeah. that sounds, sounds like marketing like- copy and this just sounds like hey there are a couple of people hanging out and you've got the one friend who isn't necessarily into the hobby and is like are you guys is it really that good and they're both like I mean, we wouldn't be doing it so much if it wasn't. It's kind of like when we, uh, when you guys first got me to play like Guitar Hero and Rock Band, I was, I, you know, for a long time, I was just like, no, 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 fine. Oops. <laughs> Everything here parallels onto actual Gumpla building as a hobby, right? Or but the other comparison that gets made a lot is this is very similar to being into a TCG and going yep. to the tournament with your friends and having your stable and working on your deck with your friends. And then maybe you have to play them in the finals and it's dramatic. It all translates on the real world experience in a way that build divers just feels like marketing copy although the dialogue in build divers just certainly doesn't help it or the characters so, or, or yeah well, or again, anything really. i mean the dialogue really like jeremy said it's like marketing copy and that's part of the problem whereas here it's just a couple of guys hanging out yeah it feels like it was made by people who really like building gumpla i mean it feels kind of like the animated version of that one episode that we did where you were building the real grade zaku Master Grade Zaku? Master Grade Zaku. And you were building your uh, My stupid Haro. (laughs) Hey, I had a lot of fun doing that. that, That's why I was using it as an example. Do you have a high point, Tyler? It's specifically Fellini's stupid cape arm 
technique. I think that's rad as hell. So <laughs> Zach says ambush with the backpack laser into shoot off wing into shoot off gun. Yeah, uh, anytime you can steal something from an MS team, you probably should just go ahead and do that. Gundam Seed stole a whole episode title from them. <laughs> Mine is going to be the like melee break before the slobber knocker bit, like all the spins the Star Build Strike does while it's fighting the Fenice. That was going to be a runner-up that I mentioned if no one else took it, um, because that the animation on that is so good. I mean, it's still not necessarily to the same degree as the fight with the Zaku Amazing, yeah, it's but not it's a Yuki pretty fight. damn close. You have a low point, Tyler. Um, well, I'm struggling to remember what even happens in the first half of the episode. So, uh, that Fellini gets drunk. Fellini gets drunk. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, honestly, none of that's even that bad. I'm guess I guess I'm gonna go with the score being in the after the credits scene. Honestly, I think that's fine though. But I guess it, that is the low point. It feels weird, but I also, that's what I was thinking for low point, because of it's a very good episode. Yeah. Zach? It's very difficult to actually, like, find one in this episode, because it's actually very, very good. I think it might, for me, just be that montage of everybody we expect to win just winning. It's like, we that's don't need to see this keeping again. keeping the tension, though, at least, because if someone else lost... That battle becomes less important, I guess. I guess we could have just seen that splash screen where they're like, and they all won. It's true. Um, No, that's fair. A runner-up high point to Alejandro Cola, by the way. (laughs) Whoever wrote that joke, good job. It's just one of those things where I say it's the low point, but we're not talking like a particular, we're not talking a valley here. Having a hard time finding one in this The real low point is that Alejandro Cola was not piloting the Alvator. Oh, maybe. Well, no, he was facing uh, Ramon Khan. Exactly, yeah. Uh, So presumably he fought some sort of cubile. So what was your uh, low point, Jeremy? It's also not that low, but the like relationship with Koala and Fellini is one of the weaker ones on this yeah. show. It's very relationship focused. I get what they're doing here. It's the first time it's not just Fellini showing off for her and her like having some affection for him. But how old is she? Old enough to drink. Old enough to drink. That's important. I mean, Fellini is old not... enough to seduce Say. <laughs> which is yeah, too awkward. old to seduce Say. You mean? Fellini is not that old. He's like in his twenties. Yeah, yeah. So. And so if she's eighteen, that's fine. But like I said, it's it's problem. Which way is it problematic? Um, <laughs> take your pick. Do you have an MVP, Tyler? Can I give it to the Star Build Strike itself? Is uh, that a character? Can, can I give it to the animators? No, I think it's actually it's Fellini. This episode, he he has like all the character drama, and while he is not the main character, um, well, he has he, a cool. He drives fight. this whole episode, right? Yeah, I have to also give it to Fellini. Because, like I said, he drives the episode. He is the primary motivating force here. He's also kind of the antagonist of this episode, but he's also kind of the protagonist of this episode because we're seeing so much of him. If he was American, his name would be Richard Fellas. Who's your uh, MVP? Ricardo <laughs> <Dr>. Fellini. <laughs> the Italian champ with his Gwingundam Fenice. He asked to save for a pin vice, <laughs> which isn't the same as advice. Anything else you guys want to say about this episode? This no, one's I really good. Yeah, I think it's rad. I was going to look up if Fenice meant anything in Italian, because I feel like it should, right? I think it means victory. I could be wrong. When the moon hits your eye like a big Gundam... L- laser. That's Fenice. I, th- I think it might be Phoenix. 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 Oh, it oh. means Phoenix. Okay. Oh, that actually makes again. a lot of sense. Oh, that, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense also knowing what his next compliment is called. Interesting. 
Uh, the double phoenix. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We will be back next week with episode 16. Dad, we meet again? <laughs> the Quenchy World does not have interrogatives in its episode lists, but I assure you it is a question. <laughs> <laughs> there is very uh, nonplussed Isla in the oh, yeah. thumbnail. There's incredible Isla in the thumbnail. That is for sure true. Anything else you guys want to say about this one? It's good. It's good. Podcast ended.